threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Yeah, we here. Oh, man. I'm a little anxious about this episode. Um, <laughs> You yeah. know, it got me a little depressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cam, thanks yeah. for coming today. Appreciate mm-hmm. you showing up at the studio. You know, yeah, well, I'm here. I made it. Yeah. Snowy out. It slick, is, man. slick, snowy, and but I don't mind it in December. But the Christmas spirit is out. I love it. Right? It's we're good. we're happy because yeah. it's Christmas time. And then it needs to end. Then it's soon over. As Christmas is over. <laughs> as soon as New Year's hits, <laughs> yeah, right back to spring. Yeah, Warm don't up. listen. But well, yeah, what are we doing today, Cam? Well, mm. today's episode. It's a little different, and it's serious, mm-hmm. and I don't want anybody to take offense if we get a little silly sometimes. It's just how we are. <laughs> we, should, we need to have that on every episode, yeah, right, at the beginning. Yeah. Don't take offense. Don't, yeah. Because we're going to get silly. And I think anybody that's still listening knows <laughs> if yeah. they were to take offense, they would have yeah. been gone a long time ago. It, it's but, funny because we had a, we had an email. I don't know if you saw the email the other day. It's like, <laughs> if you guys would stop trying to be funny and use an accent, I could listen. <laughs> like just some just some feedback. You'd have more listeners. And I'm like, catch you later, buddy. <laughs> I'm like, dude, at this point, it is what it is. Yeah. Stop asking us to the change. The podcast is what it is. <laughs> I and try. I know it bugs people, but yeah, hey, go listen to some other <laughs> that's trash. It's like there. I want to tell people, like, look, you can get that somewhere else. Yeah, you ain't gonna get this accent and a bunch <laughs> of dumb jokes said over over somewhere else. He's like, I yeah. try to listen. You got good information, but then you guys are trying to one up each other on jokes. Heck yeah! <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's that's funny the they show. even take the time to comment yeah. on it. It's like, do you think somebody's gonna change off your one review? Yeah. Well, and I get it. Like, you gotta take you gotta take that information for what it is. But I'm like, bro, after this many years, yeah, we are what we, we are. Had a few more often at the beginning, <laughs> yeah, but it didn't yeah. change anything. No, 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 no. We are what we are, and like, like about it, you can get that straight laced information anywhere. Yeah. Like you, there's a bunch of podcasts out there. People doing it. Yeah, they're doing it hard. Yep. there's a million of plenty them. of them. <laughs> yeah, go listen to them. So we ain't for you, bro. Yes, I'm about that. So disclaimer, but we uh, we wanted to talk about depression and anxiety mm-hmm. because yep. one, it, it exists big time today. Yeah, and after any type of SHTF crisis, and as we saw in COVID, mm. there's going to be a, a lot more. Yeah, and sure. it's going to be hard to deal with. And we're going to talk about those things, and we're going to try and be very good about that. No, I don't we're know we're going to do gonna our happen. thing. It's, yeah, don't take offense to No, I mean so. good as in like explain yeah. it decently. Oh, sure, yeah. I don't think we'll do that very well either. We just but, got a whole bunch of information. But it's stuff it's gonna, you're going to deal with, your family's going to deal with, mm. um, you know, good chance you're going to deal with it around you in any type of SHTF. So we're like, let's just go over some of the things that we can, yeah. you know, do to prevent, help, treat, and do that thing. You might be dealing with it right now. I mean, that's the whole thing, right? That's true. Yeah. Exactly. If you're dealing with it, a great way to alleviate some anxiety and depression is to get your gosh damn battle box. Because <laughs> once you get one of those in the come mail, with all your <laughs> no packs old yeah. one. No, seriously, like Prozac. you see that on your porch, you come home, instant mood. 
upper. (laughs) You know, it's like taking an upper right there. Boom, you're feeling awesome. Because it is the monthly subscription box for men, full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts, and casual preppers. Each month, BattleBox sends you the coolest selection of hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear, all valued at far more than what you normally pay. You never know what's in the next box, but here is a sampling of what users receive this month, the My Medic Hiker Medic Med pack? Med, med, med. Yeah, sounds good. The Uber Lieben stainless stoker ah, flat Uber pack Uber. stove. <laughs> All this badassness starts at just $34.99 per month. I mean, that's less than a bottle of Paxil, right? Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Probably. <laughs> a lot. They've shipped almost a million boxes and one best men's subscription box of the universe. Probably. Our listeners get a free knife when you sign up at trybattlebox.com slash casual preppers. Get your first battle box plus a free knife. Again, relieve some depression. Get, get free. free knives. Oh, man, yeah. There, That'll you, do it. It'll do it every damn time. <laughs> Listener, reviews starts now. We should have just put Depression that. and free knives. It's a great combo. <laughs> That's true. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. This listener mm. says, stay survived. Ooh. Five stars. Um, this is Porter Bax. Ooh. These guys are My awesome. My name Porter Bax. Porter Bax. Mr. Bax. <laughs> quarterback, Porter Bax. <laughs> that quarterback's Bax, Bax boy. One of them Bax boys. Bax. Yeah. Um, these guys are back, awesome, Bax. he says. I've mm. been listening for years, but never got around to making a review until now. Oh. Cam and Kobe are hilarious. Take the edge off prepping. There you go. <laughs> Listen to this <laughs> yeah. emailer guy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, they put out great information in a way that doesn't make you feel crazy for wanting to be prepared. Mm. They are very relatable and have made me consider things that weren't on the radar before. Keep up the great work, guys. Thank you, Mr. Bax. Bax boy. No, we appreciate that. That's exactly what we want you to feel. Yeah. (laughs) I'm so glad. (laughs) You guys want to be part of this portion of the podcast, go to iTunes, go to Facebook, leave a five-dollar review. It's a mad, mad world. (laughs) He didn't mumble. I probably know what he's talking about. I couldn't tell what he was saying. It was a dumb podcast. One, <laughs> One star. guy can't talk about, he can't say words and stuff. It gets annoying. And the other guy also can't say words and stuff, and it's annoying. <laughs> Done. I hate this place. Send him an email about it. Um, world's mad, Cam. It is mad. Um, I got to tell you. China, they're always just like doing crazy stuff. Yeah. Right? And mm-hmm. this... This little article feels like it's right out of a science fiction book when I read it, okay? Listen to this. China is rapidly building a large force of space weapons, including sophisticated anti-satellite missiles, lasers, jammers, orbiting killer robots, and cyber tools to blind and deafen a war enemy, the U.S. military is warning. Did you hear that, Cam? Yeah. You didn't hear it, did you? No, I did. Okay. Uh, that's crazy. The Pentagon released details of Beijing's growing space arms arsenal last week. In its- Have they been to space? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure. Um, the people probably have a colony up there that we don't even they, know about. They probably, yeah, they've claimed the moon, I'm sure. The People's Liberation Army continues to acquire and develop a range of counter space capabilities and related technologies, including kinetic kill missiles, ground-based lasers, and orbiting <laughs> space robots. As that well as, sounds like Star Wars. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like it really sounds like that. So, um, you know, the next world war is going to be fought in space. It sounds yeah. like, which is crazy. That is crazy. Man, uh, it's the future is here. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> you know what? Take it out up there. <laughs> 
We guys, don't need anything. You guys want to fight? Here. Do it in space. <laughs> All right. Go outside. Get off my damn yard. <laughs> I Go guess there's up. some pros to that, right? Yeah, I guess so. Blow up yeah. up there. You sit and eat popcorn and watch like. Ooh. Look at starts not in a battle. <laughs> it looks like China's going nuts. China's again. got red lasers. <laughs> United States got blue and white. That's right. Yeah. Take my picture. Look like them pictures from middle school. <laughs> <laughs> With the lasers behind you. <laughs> She's battle going on back behind her. Oh, man. That'd um, be great. So, um, that's the thing. This is a little controversial, and I apologize. Oh, I don't. I don't apologize. Because um, this, uh, I don't know about this, man. Okay. So, did you see today that they released <clears throat> the WNBA, Brittany, is it Griner? Oh, yeah. They released her, huh? They released her for trade. And do you know who they traded it? They is not. This is not a draft or Steph anything. Steph Curry. They um did an exchange. LeBron for um. Oh my gosh, Victor Bout. Mm, what's that about? Yeah, <laughs> it's about Victor. <laughs> about Victor. So Victor Bout. Mm. This was an exchange to get her home. Okay. And to give Russia this um this guy that's been in the United States for twelve years. There's a lot behind this guy, and it just blows my mind that we did this exchange. Mm. Bout provided tons of guns and ammunition to some of the most vicious warlords, warlords, warlords. <laughs> in the world and empowered them to carry out unspeakable atrocities. He is responsible for enabling murderous groups of kidnap, to kidnap and train thousands of child soldiers, <clears throat> use rape as a systematic method of terror and control, Torture through the mass amputations of arms, legs, ears, lips, slaughter of civilians, and helps Taliban take power in Afghanistan for a basketball player. Wow! Like I don't, I understand. We want her home safe. She's American, but seriously, we're gonna do that. Wow! They're Biden twenty twenty four. They're gonna Trump twenty twenty. They're gonna start stealing all our people. Why not? <laughs> Why not? If we're gonna exchange yeah. somebody like that for somebody that's committed uh, all these massive. Crimes, one of the worst warlords. Yeah, that's a tough one. It really is a tough one. It is one, a tough one, like, and I, I know it's controversial. And but still, I'm just like, wow. Like, yes. seems like an easy trade. They tried to trade two for one. They tried to get her and an ex marine that was accused of really espionage. But they should throw Russia's in a couple, like no. And so we're like, okay, throw in a couple draft picks, make Come it work, on, man. <laughs> you know, I just was like. Just the uh, the decision making. We need to start using these space weapons. I'm not saying her life isn't important. I'm just saying. Oh, of course it is. We don't want her over there. But in it's a like Russian jail. Go about it a different way. Mm. So now, I hope there's no. Um, where's the Olympics? Is it gonna be anywhere near there? Because they're just gonna <sighs> capture a bunch of Americans. Nobody and knows. Do some anywhere. trades. That's, anyway, that's crazy, man. It's a crazy the world, world is mad. It is mad. So, Cam, let's talk about depression. Let's talk about anxiety. Let's have a good old episode today, <laughs> everybody. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, I've mentioned it many times in like the uh, the little me- quick medical tips of combating depression. We figured it's probably a good time to go over it in detail. Sure. Just yeah. because it's it, it's prevalent nowadays a lot of people suffer from it and it's going to get worse and it's also in a crisis worse in the winter too right oh, like worse. right now yep. like this is a time where hope y'all bought your 10,000 lux mm. lights and blast them too. in your face right now yeah but um here's some facts on depression <clears throat> um obviously a common mental disorder globally it is estimated that 5% of adults suffer from depression mm. that's 264 million worldwide i thought it would be more than that to be honest yeah, with you honestly i don't uh, that's an underestimate because 
um, in clinic, so many don't want to admit it and they don't right. want to like, so I know that this number's yeah. pretty low. More like 300 million. More like 400 million. 400 million. <laughs> yeah. Four months. Four million. 400 but, million. Um, it's huge and it's a, a huge health problem and it's very costly and mm. it's not going to get better in like crises mm. that we talk about all the time. Um, depression right. is the leading cause of disability worldwide mm. and is a major contributor to the overall global burden of disease. Mm-hmm. You're depressed, you don't exercise, you don't get out, you get more diseases, you get more depressed. It's a bad cycle. Oh, it's, it's a horrible, bad one. Horrible. And more women are affected by depression than men, mm. and depression can lead to suicide, obviously. Yeah. Um, anxiety, and so these two tend to go really, like, a lot of times they, they coexist. Um, yeah. Maybe we got to, right at the beginning, we have no medical advice in any of this today. Yeah. This is... None this, of this is as preppers. This as is preppers. as yes. um, just regular old dudes that don't know much. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but Perfect we, place to get your <laughs> medical information. Keep listening. Yeah. Stay on. Um, but we'll anyway. make a couple of jokes, probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the prevalence of anxiety disorders across the world varies from 2.5 to 7%, which I also think is very low. Mm. Globally, an estimated 284 million people experienced an anxiety disorder in 2017, making it the most prevalent mental health or neurodevelopmental disorder. I get that. The most, which mm-hmm. is crazy. Um, probably in clinic, mm-hmm. um, when I used to work family medicine, I'd say it was 50 to 60% of my visits the last two years. So wow, that's insane. It was just mental health stuff. Mm-hmm. Um the two most often, like I said, go together. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of different forms of depression. There's unipolar, bipolar. And mainly what we're talking about is just depression in general and, mm-hmm. and typically kind of more unipolar depression. Um, but but they have a lot of similar um, symptoms and treatment options. Um, depression results from, uh, there's a, a bunch of things that can cause it to worsen. Um, has to do with social, psychological, biological factors. People have gone through adverse life events, and mm-hmm. that's why we wanted to bring it up. Yep. Traumatic events, unemployment, um, things like that, and are more likely to develop depression. Um, that's why COVID was such a, a huge burden, is mm-hmm. it changed everybody's lives and, and brought on discomforts, and people lost jobs. They couldn't go to jobs. Yeah. They couldn't socialize. And so, and and that's just... And and that that shows you like any event is going to take away those comforts um, or can you know and so right, yeah. you kind of have to be prepared to develop and possibly some depression yourself and how to like um, counter it. Um, in the first year of COVID, uh, global prevalence of anxiety and depression increased by twenty five percent. Holy global! God, such a huge amount. That's ridiculous. According to a scientific brief uh, released by the WHO. Today we trust them. Yes, the brief uh, also highlights who has been most affected and summarized the effects. So if you wanted to look that mm-hmm. up in detail, you can go to who dot com. Or is it dot org or dot? Nobody cares. <laughs> who dot what dot com? <laughs> who dot huh? <laughs> who dot what? Hey dot com dot edu dot info. Who dot what the hell dot com? <laughs> That's a perfect. We got to get that. <laughs> what the hell, dot com? What's your um? D- do your uh, Bobby? God damn it, Bobby! <laughs> you them boys have been whacking off of my tool shed. What? <laughs> yeah. 
Anyways, um, I haven't done one, that one in a while. I wasn't yeah, very good. Sorry, I, no, I've done good. it in a while. One major explanation for the increase is the unprecedented stress caused by social isolation. Yeah, resulting from the pandemic. I felt better. Can't actually. go to movies. Honestly, I live just like I normally do. <laughs> yeah. So nothing changed. Live so like a king. I've been preparing for this forever. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> linked to this were constraints on people's ability to work, mm-hmm. support, and loved ones, and engage in their communities. Some pretty crappy stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and and you couldn't even visit like grandma and grandpa that were passing away. It's like yeah. looking through a window. It was good to see you. There they are. Merry Christmas. There they are. Pretty depressing stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, but honestly, like work sucks, but work is essential for yeah. happiness and health. And like that's the thing I think a lot of people don't understand anymore is like when I, when I'm off for like. I, like a three day weekend, mm-hmm. I'm already like I gotta go back to work. Yeah, you're then like I get to work. I'm like work sucks, yeah. but you need it. Like yeah. it's huge and it's hugely important. Um, idleness is definitely damaging. Oh yeah. Another thing is loneliness, fear of infection, suffering, and mm. death of love of uh, for oneself. <laughs> Not suffering and death for yourself. <laughs> yeah, well, but for loved ones, grief, mm-hmm. um, bereavement. I always say that one wrong. Um, financial worries and like all that stuff is just piled on. Mm the more time you you're you're in this event and that's why covid went so long and it's just like it's worsened everything uh, and it's still people COVID. are struggling to recover from it to you know to today yeah um one big thing that happens and this is not just with like covid and stuff but this is with a a lot of like major traumatic events that can come on from mm-hmm. natural disasters or things like that is dis- dissociation. That's weird, man. Yeah. Crisis may trigger dissociation, a feeling that you are disconnected or detached from yourself and or your surroundings. And I think that that was huge during COVID. Mm-hmm. You do. You feel just like disconnected from society and, and things don't seem real. Like yeah. you just like, I remember listening to news and, and, and going to work and it just, you're just numb. You're just like, mm-hmm. what's, what's happening? And that happens. And that's a, that's a big thing that leads to like, more anxiety and more depression. Mild uh, dissociation often looks like daydreaming or zoning out, mm-hmm. um, like when you're just scrolling through social media or something for four hours and you don't realize time's fast. <laughs> yeah. More intense uh, may feel like you're observing yourself from outside your body, depersonalization, or, or that the world is unreal, derealization. I do feel like that sometimes. I do too. This can't be real. Yeah, and and that's led to even mm-hmm. more conspiracies and more problems. Mm-hmm. And some people have dissociative disorder as their primary diagnosis, but dissociation is also associated with many other mental health conditions like post-traumatic stress disorder, anxiety, depression, bipolar, schizophrenia, and borderline personality. So anyway, many people, up to 74%, will experience dissociation at some point in their lives. Wow. That's crazy. Anyways, um, those are just some statistics and some, you know, things about depression. It exists. Mm -hmm. It obviously worsens in um, major... SHTF situations yeah. and world problems, war, things like that. So we really need to like, it needs to be recognized much more and it needs to, we need to have a good plan to yeah. beat it if you have it or if you don't. So mm-hmm. that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. It's, if we talk about all the time, like how important health and physical fitness is as a prepper, right? It, that means like you have to be fit and healthy. You have to do that now. You cannot wait till... Uh, the volcano explodes and then start doing burpees. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's not the time to do it. Like no. you've got to get things worked out before. Um, you know, and this also goes beyond just like I can run a mile with a pack. I'm limiting. You know, I don't have diabetes or something. I'm limiting those diseases. It goes beyond that. It goes back to this mental health aspect. That's all part of that 
overall health of of you as a prepper right. to to be ready for any sort of SHTF situation that that comes. And you know, anxiety and depression they can hurt you just as bad as a physical disease yeah. or ailment. Like it is sometimes it can be crippling. Like it's just it's horrible, right? And yeah. so you got to make sure you're doing your best now before disaster strikes to deal with these issues. Yeah, we've talked about that going into. Um, <laughs> Going into a situation like um, COVID, already having issues uh, with mental health or anxiety or depression just makes it that much harder. Yeah. Like, it really does. Um, when you mentioned, like, the physical fitness aspect, it's like, mm-hmm. for you, like, how much is, like, phys- like doing uh, physical stuff and going yeah. to jujitsu? It's changed. What if you couldn't do that? No. Like, you, yeah. that would be super... It, 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 I don't know thing. what it's I like would people do. People are physically fit and they do all these things, but mm-hmm. if that gets taken away, yep. then it's like... Like that was a huge part of my life, and and it, and it'll it can and, be affected by something yep. like COVID and isolation. So mm-hmm. it's like maybe you do have that down, but you've got to you know you, you have think to have an alternate you do yeah way to deal with it for sure yeah. And it's like anxiety and depression they they can cloud the way you think about things. They can cloud your judgment, um, and then and then when you think about having those sort of like clouded thoughts or judgment going into an SHTF scenario, it's like oh gosh that's scary right. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and it also just makes like everything that much less enjoyable in your life. Everything's harder. Um, and we've talked about this before, but preparedness, like for me, it adds to my life and it's, it's a part of being mentally healthy for is sure. being prepared. 100%. Right. Um, and, and we're going to talk about a bunch of things you can do kind of like naturally to help this, but some people Cam can attest this. They're just going to have to have some sort of a medication. Yeah. Right. It just. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with that. That's another big thing is people are kind of prideful. Yeah. Like my parents, both of them probably need it severely. They won't do it. And they're like, they're just from that generation Mm -hmm. of like, stop being a pussy. Yeah. Go milk another cow while you cry. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And they're just miserable. Yeah. But, um, it's like, we're, so we're not going to tell you that. We can't tell you if you need that. Like, you got to go talk you to do. your doctor. Yeah, exactly. We're not going to say much about that. It's just, other than, like, I know people who have gotten, gotten on medications and it has changed them significantly. Yeah. In a good way. In a good way. Yeah. <laughs> in, a much, in a much good way. So, if if it's to that point, then go talk to your doctor. Exactly. Figure that out because you don't want to be miserable every day. Sometimes you can do all of these things we're going to talk about. Your ass still depressed. Seriously. You still got anxiety. Yeah. So you got to take it to that next level. And yeah. then we're going to talk about like, what if you're at that point and you get into an SHTF situation, what do you do? Exactly. Right? We're going to have some other yeah, things I've had, to talk about. I, so many people come into clinic, they're like, I'm making good money. Mm-hmm. My re- relationship with my wife's good yeah. and um, I'm doing all these things, but there's just something off and it, it's like, mm-hmm. and it, it just, that's just how it is. It's a chemical problem. And, and mm-hmm. so, and you just have to accept that that there's some yeah. there's some things that you have to address. In my opinion, with Western medicine. Yeah, I, I think in my opinion, most situations could be solved almost all the way with and that natural I will ways. 100% agree to. With natural ways. There's just yeah. a lot of this is never done. It's just and then, not. Like the majority by far yes. are the ones that are just like mm-hmm. I'm cramping on and they're not doing any of this. No, stuff, they're so. not. They just want a pill. Wanted to feel and I better. And I, I will attest to that. Yeah, I'll, for sure. The majority do that. So let's talk about some of those things that you can do now. And we're going to talk about the things you can do now, but a lot of these things are also things you could do after SHTF. Say you get into a long-term situation, these would also be applicable in those situations. But these are things you could do now. And most of these are going to make you a better prepper anyways. So that's why I think they're really good to talk about. Number one, 
exercise. <laughs> yeah. Cameron, um, this this shit's like magic. It a hundred percent, and I can attest personally, I've had bouts of anxiety that were not good. They were not fun. I freaking exercise changes it like it was like a 75% cure. Just exercise yeah. alone. No, I believe it. It is freaking bonkers. And it's one of those, it's like guaranteed to help me. Yeah. But it's so hard. I, I don't want to do, do it. I yeah. don't want to do it. Yeah. So it's, it's not going to test to that. <laughs> you can attest to that too. Um, but just like getting your body moving on a regular basis, like it just changes the, changes the way your body feels. Get that body move. Yeah, baby. Just get out. Mm. <laughs> I try to do a warm all day when yeah, I'm sitting in my chair. I just do some jiggles and some movements. <laughs> and get gyrations. those going. <laughs> 100%. Got to get them going. I tell you, I got the toughest b-hole muscles <laughs> holding back that IBS. Ain't Woo! nothing like a b-hole workout. Make me feel like a real man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but so I mean, seriously, uh, like a run or, or lifting weights, it, endorphins automatically are boosted, and it's a temporary thing. But there are studies that say you have long-term benefits that come from regular exercise, especially in people with depression. Um, because it, it seems to like change the way your brain w like rewires itself almost into like positive pathways in, in thinking. So just think about that. And then, and then it also has this two prong effect that you become physically healthier <clears throat> while you're becoming mentally healthier, yeah. like at the same time. So it's like, one after the other. It's a good snowball effect instead of a bad snowball effect in, <laughs> yeah. the, in the wrong way because that happens that way too. So you're getting buffer and stronger. You're looking better. You're looking in the mirror like, damn, I'm sexy. It is. Man, confidence boosting. Booyah. Yeah. So um, the other thing I'm going to add into this exercise category is sexual relations, <laughs> Cam, because it's also, it's kind of the same thing. It's exercise. It it releases lots of good feels as well. All the good chemicals in your body, yep. you know? So I'm going to add that into that. We're not going to talk about it much. Yeah, but it, yeah. No, it's a thing, though. It right? is a thing. I think. I'm pretty sure. I got a, I got a prescription pad at home that says from my doctor. One back rub. <laughs> one back rub. Yeah. 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 Okay, so that's number one. Exercise. It's a great right. one. Number two. This one sucks even worse. Diet. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. You know, a healthy diet, you got to get that that wide variety of nutrients. You got to get healthy and strong from the from the food you put in your mouth. Um, it's just so important. It goes back to the exercise. And, and if you put these two together, a diet and exercise, freaking unstoppable. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? It's you're, true. You're it's, unstoppable. Sometimes it seems so silly. You're just like... These are so, these are like, they're like the top things. Yeah. And they're so hard to do. Any scientist, any doctor's going to tell you anything. This. this is the one thing I think that all of them agree on. Yeah. Like you can't, a you're good diet and exercise. I don't think exercise ain't going to do shit. Yeah, not one of them, <laughs> not one of them is going to counter that. So like seriously, exercise and diet. Diet is hard. Um, you want to get like, they say that like high omega-3 fatty That's acids. The thing, like all these you have on here, not one of them is controversial. No, or they're, like, all, they're or all like, maybe it'll help. Maybe. They all help. They all sure. help. Um, and you know, it's this like. This is the best list I've ever seen written. <laughs> I'll be I'm, honest with you. I'm going to take this home, but on my wall. <laughs> um, but it's like that junk in, junk out thing. You know, you, you eat good, you're going to get good outputs. Yeah. And that's in your physical health and your mental health as well. Plus, like I have this thing where I'll stop it like. Taco Bell for dinner, and even though it's like this 
mouth pleasure. You're just like, I'm in a I hurry. Feel this like is good tasting food. I'm, I I want it. I feel like garbage afterwards. I do too. Physically yeah. and mentally, I'm like, ah. Oh. I didn't recognize it uh-uh. for so long. I know. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then now, you, now you're like, you do right. Yeah. You're like, you feel bad for putting because you like, you know, it was bad. Like mm-hmm. you shouldn't be eating it. So that's sort of like. It goes back to that mental health aspect. It's like, I'm such a slob. I'm disgusting. <laughs> Nacho cheese dripping all over my stupid looking face. And so it's like that bad, you know, snowball effect, the opposite direction. You're getting less healthy physically and less healthy mentally. And then mentally. you just felt, yeah, you just feel like crap. And then you're like, I did yeah. it yesterday. Might as well do it in the morning too, back at Taco Bell again. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'll just do it for lunch. Yeah. I right, screwed up this week. So only one, yeah. only one meal. That's right. So just think about, Eating a healthy diet is going to help you with yeah. that mental health aspect too. Number three is sleep. Oh man, I can attest to this one like you wouldn't believe. I got sleep issues. I do. I too. used I used to have really most bad, Americans do. Yeah, I used to have really really bad sleep issues, but I've gotten a little bit better. And I'm not going to lie, I've had to use um, medications to like help me with that. I don't use them very often. Yeah. But like Jack Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> got a bottle of Jack Daniels in my bed. <laughs> yeah. But um. Like I'll get into a sleep cycle or a cycle where I won't sleep for a couple of days yeah. and I get so jacked up, dude. I can't even tell you. It messes with everything. But I've got a pill there now when I need it, which is very- It's like a system reset. Yeah, it's a system reset. And uh, it does. It works. And I almost never use it a couple of times a month and that's all I need. Yeah. But um, sleep is, oh my gosh, like the more I hear about studies on sleep, <sighs> how important it's it is- It's frustratingly huge. Oh my gosh, yeah. It almost like- I can't listen to those things because then I start to think about it and then I'm like laying in bed like, I got to sleep or I'm not going to be a healthy person. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I've had that anxiety too. I'm like, gosh. Might as well just kill. Like, I'm going to die anyway. Yeah. So you've got to, it's so important for depression and anxiety. And the hard part is, is when you're depressed and you have anxiety, sometimes it makes it harder to sleep. Yeah. So again, I ain't sleeping good. I'm going to Taco Bell. <laughs> going to Taco Bell. It's another vicious cycle. So you got to work on getting that six to eight hours of sleep. It's not always easy. There's like a million ways to do it. Like Huberman Lab has Lab has some mm. really good podcasts on sleep. They do have a lot. Let me tell you something. I've tried all that crap. It almost doesn't, none of it works for yeah. me. Some of it works for a lot of people. It's so, it's so individualized. Yes. To get it down. So figure it out. Good luck. Yeah, like, try and sleep. <laughs> try and sleep. I think that's perfect. Like, <laughs> yeah. Good luck with it. Yeah. Another big visit, like common yeah. visit, is sleep issues. I'll bet. But, yeah. But that's the thing. Don't get caught up in the hour thing. Like, yeah. Um, you're right. It, it needs to be like for an adult, mm-hmm. like seven to eight is like the best. But um, yeah. like don't get caught up in no. like the time trying to make it make it quality. Yes. And that's the hardest. If part. If I have five good hours of sleep, I feel fine. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I really do. If I have five hours, me of too. Sleep, Hundred percent good, but I'm like, man, two hours killing myself. I'm I not know. getting more. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, I, I like to get up early because it's quiet, mm-hmm. it's peaceful. I can do, I can do more. I'm more focused. Yep. But the problem is, my <laughs> wife likes to stay up late. Yep. And so I burn the candle. It's, both it's, ends. It's exactly the same. My wife's a night owl. I'm a morning person. I'm too. It don't work. Oh, we figured it out though. Something. <laughs> so anyways, number four, Cam, do hard things. Challenge yourself. That's, yeah. I think we've talked about this a lot lately, but your body and your mind, they want to do hard things. Mm-hmm. They don't like being a lazy turd. And naturally, we want to, like, we just want to, like, coast. We want like, to, I don't want to try. Nacho cheese, <laughs> in out. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You Cheesy keep- gordita crunch. Hell yeah. That is a good I got to get McDonald's or Taco Bell after this. Um, <laughs> so, like, your body and your mind, they don't want to spend the day on the phone looking at your couch or... <laughs> 
Okay. They definitely don't want to do that. Uh, <laughs> this isn't hard. <laughs> I'm sitting on my phone looking at my damn couch. If it doesn't move, I love focusing on it. Um, yeah, so y- your body and your mind does not want to sit there and I look at your... sit over there. <laughs> Mom, I'm talking about I want to sit over there. It doesn't want to sit and look at your phone all day. You know, they want to, they, they want to like do hard things. Yeah. And there's a million ways to do this. You got to find a way to, what works for you. It's like, is it running? Is it chess? Is it cold showers, cold bath? Uh, is it weightlifting or building stuff or martial arts or write, reading and writing? There's like, there's so many different things you can do, but you got to do hard things. You yep. can't sit around just not like never challenging yourself with anything. Yeah. Because again, your mind wants to, work hard at something because exactly. if it doesn't it's gonna find like stupid things to worry about and Seriously. do and then that's where the anxiety and depression comes yeah. in and as we know there's a billion skills that we all need to be yeah. developing as a prepper and I've got zero of them <laughs> me too <laughs> so good yeah. luck for me um, number five take time for fun stuff Cam mm-hmm. um, you gotta you gotta take time for the things that you love to do you gotta have hobbies in in more so having hobbies, you got to do your hobbies. Yeah. Okay. And it doesn't matter what they are. It could be sports. It could be gaming. It could be cross stitch or lawn darts or D and D or coin collecting or reading <laughs> or train watching or stone skipping or competitive duck herding or witchcraft or laser tag or time travel or donating blood or news bombing or ghost hunting. It could be any of those. Okay. That was a good list, I thought. That's a list that I'm going to start from the top on that one. Yeah, I think you should. Um, competitive, <laughs> competitive duck herding. It's a real thing. Is it really? Yeah. It's actually I'm sure a thing. you name it, it's out there. Yeah, I'm it's sure. out there. So, like, you just, like, I'm not joking you. It is, that's the spice of life is having those hobbies. It that really you is. love to do and doing them. <laughs> that's the other thing. Yeah, you, you get you're like I just don't have time to do it. Yeah, but then those days that you do go out, it's like when mm. we need when you, when we go out to test gear or, yeah. or something like that. I'm like, Ugh. it's just like getting mm. all the stuff together, getting ready, and going out in the cold or something like that. And then yeah. when we get there, I'm like, why don't I do this every day? It's so much fun. This we should good. just quit our job yeah. and do this. And we're like, and then your brain takes over again. And you're yeah. just like, oh no, routine. I go go back, go back and look at the nacho cheese on your couch. <laughs> Where is Taco Bell? <laughs> Yeah, they're at that couch. Satan is good. Satan is our pal. <laughs> I want to kill everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so you you got to enjoy life, and that, <clears throat> that means like us as preppers, we can't let like the preparedness take over our lives and be everything. You got to have fun. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Number six. Be careful with the drugs and alcohol, children. Yes. I'm no expert, but I know they're never awesome. No, they, they're almost always like that short term fix. And afterwards, it's worse. Complicate everything. Yeah. Um, they really do. So just be careful with them. Again, this could be one of your hobbies, though. So you, <laughs> I'm talking out both yeah, sides of maybe. my mouth here. But just just be mindful of it, okay? You don't want to overdo it. Number seven, stress relief. Obviously, idiots. You got If you don't want stress, you got to have stress relief. Um, there's a lot of different ways that you can do this. Um, try things like yoga, meditation or mindfulness and i know that that's a little woo woo for some people no, yeah. but 100% some no, of this, this stuff like, works and and meditation you have to look up how to do it properly yeah. there's cuz a out lot there. of the times it's like you're not really meditating right you're just like sitting there i got to take these 5 minutes to stare at the couch yeah but anything is going to be better. So <clears throat> try something. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even it's religion. Like some people, that's kind of like their stress relief or yeah. a way to like 
center themselves, whatever it is, that's fine. Like I've recently found stoicism and I feel like it's made a huge difference for me. Like I've had so much stress in the last like two weeks, like end of year stuff. I had to give like these presentations. I've got all this end of year stuff. And like, I come back to some of these stoic points that I've been learning over the last year. And I'm like, Oh, that actually helps. Mm -hmm. Like it really does help if you try and use them. So think about it. There's a lot of different ways that you can help with this. For me, even preparedness is a stress relief. I mean, relief. relief. Um, yeah, I'm good at. I kept, I kept like typing, laughing at that word. Did you? I don't know why. I got a bunch of stress relief. Relief. So uh, you know, it's even a huge stress reliever for me. Preparedness is so, uh, but it can make a difference. The last one I have here is get rid of bad people. Oh yeah. Because if you're around people who are constantly negative, all always make you feel worse. And just are like plain just dickheads. Like just get them out of your life. Yeah, uh, it's hard maybe when it's family. Yeah, but you may have to just like limit. You kids are ruining me. I hate you. You're bad dead. people. Get out. Yeah, you friggin' kids. But um, um, but you know what I mean. No. Um, it's are gonna make it's you feel easy worse. to be toxic. Like it is. I've I've been that. Like I've been frustrated with my job and Britney Spears. And I'm like has been Man. toxic. <laughs> yeah, she got that song she about sure it. Sure has. Yeah. <laughs> You're right though. Yeah. So associate with people who make you feel good, make you feel happy. Okay, guys, <laughs> it's very, very simple. So let's talk about why does this matter? Uh, as we talked about, this is super important to control for so many reasons before and after SHTF. Controlling anxiety and depression gives you a higher quality of life overall. That's what we're about here. That's why we're preppers. We want a high quality of life, right? And we don't want to worry about stuff. It helps you to be a better prepper because you can think clearer uh, make less rash decisions. It all, you're also better in a crisis without anxiety and depression weighing you down, okay? And then we talk about after SHTF. I mean, if you go into an SHTF situation already with shaky mental health, good luck. It's not going to be easy. It's going to gonna be really It's going to yeah. be very, very tough. Um, and this SHTF situation is only going to add to your troubles. It's not going to make it better, <laughs> no. okay? As much as you think not having to pay your car payment's awesome, not finding food is <laughs> right. way less awesome, right. okay? So making sure you're as healthy as possible and prepared before is super crucial, okay? Also, being able to control that as much as possible during and after an SHT, it's going to be so important um, because you're going to have to be clear-headed. So we're going to talk about some things you can do there. So yeah, let's move on, Ken. It's such a, man, those are awesome. Mm. I like all those. Good. I'm going to follow them right now. Good. Yeah. Um, and and some of this some of this is going to overlap a little sure, bit. Sure, it will. Um, but making plans right now to prevent depression, anxiety, whether you have them or not, is like yeah. it's essential. You got you got to do it because there's going to be times that are going to be really rough. Maybe you're going to be hunkered down in your basement. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be able to go to the store and shop. You're yeah. not like none of that's going to be available. So you got to like make some plans to make things easier. Um, so number one is just building a plan, and yeah. and that doesn't mean specifically like we're going to build a plan to combat anxiety and depression. <laughs> yeah, just building a plan to like prepare for all the things to kind of just have it already ready to go. Mm -hmm. And we that's why we stress this so much is like, yeah. this is one of the best things that's going to reduce your stress is just having things laid out for you. It's like ready to go. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, emergency plan, a medical plan, um, they're huge. The other thing is like, um, every day to day, like some of us are just on the brink of a mental breakdown. <laughs> you have yeah. so much going on and you're yeah. already stressed out. And then, you know, turn on the TV and it's like, and Russia, Space weapons. <laughs> you're like, I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> yeah. And so um, that's a song. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose my mind. Um, <laughs> sounds like a country song. It is a country song. Yeah. Guaranteed. Um. 
So planning now, every detail, plan A, B, and C, I know that can be stressful, but like getting it all laid out and just having it ready to go so that your family knows mm-hmm. what they're going to do, what you're, you know, that stuff is going to take a lot of stress off from you already sure. having it figured out before something bad happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing, there's been, a, a, as I discussed earlier, like the massive increase in depression and anxiety after the pandemic was a lot due to people not expecting to lose comforts. Mm. Um, the fear of the unknown, being unprepared financially, physically, mentally, mm. those are big things. And just like Kobe was saying, like if you get those things in place and now, like the exercise, the diet and stuff, um, you can kind of continue in that. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some interruption, but you have a good plan. Um, the uh, there's, a, there's a ton of books out there, and I listen to some podcasts on people that just kind of separate themselves from their comforts. They, they make things uncomfortable mm-hmm. for themselves so yeah. that they can, like, learn to cope with it. And it does a lot of good for, like, mental health. So That's, like, that's the whole... Like people thing, go camping or hunting and stuff or like that, but like cold showers. That, yeah, or, yeah. Cold I read exposure. a whole article on that. Did you? Just yeah. like this guy was like, I wanted to challenge myself and I committed to doing it. And mm-hmm. he's like, I know there's all these health benefits. And he's like, even this was what was weird, and I think mm-hmm. you would probably be able to relate to it. He was like, I did it for a full year. Mm-hmm. Do I feel like it made a huge difference in all of these like health things? He's like, I have no idea, but for some reason, it's all I want now. Yeah. Like he yeah. just likes it and he stuck with it. And that's like. Putting, taking yourself out of your comfort zone yeah. often is a good thing, and you need to do it. And and um, it it just develops a stronger mindset, and um, you get like a resilience a more, from it. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you crave it, like you're mm-hmm. like, I want a challenge, and I need a challenge, and mm-hmm. so it's a good thing to do. Um, the other thing is like when you're planning and going over things, you need to think about like key points uh, of your life. What's your situation now? Who who's dependent on you, mm. or who? you know, who could be unexpected dependence on you. Um, yeah. I know, I know that this, that like going over all this can be stressful too, but like sitting down and making some plans, some basic plans. Um, we've talked, we talk about it all the time. You, you should already have those in place, but like going over this stuff, having it set, it's going to take so much stress off from me. I agree. Putting stuff down on paper. It's just like, that's probably the best like thing to do. Don't put it in you, your phone. It gets you out. Uh, it gets it out of your head and just onto the paper yeah. or wherever it is. Yeah. You're just like, okay. Now we know it's yeah. there. It's like I don't remember all the details of it. I don't have to keep thinking yeah. about it in my head. It's yeah. a great idea. Um, the thing is, like, we naturally like to go into routines, mm. and there's nothing wrong with that. But when it gets disrupted, we lose our freaking mind. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So it's like naturally we want to go back to that, and and there's nothing wrong with that. If you have things laid out, you try to get things back into a routine with your family, with your kids, with yourself, and that's yeah. going to help a lot to kind of get you feeling normal again. Yeah. Um. And and sleep, exercise, job items, family care, um, like you'd mentioned. Sleep above. exercise. Sleep exercise. <laughs> I, get a little I do sleep that one all the time. I get a little sleep exercise in. <laughs> one quick couple I'm hours. Run home real quick. Get some sleep <laughs> exercise in. Got a few minutes. Um, yeah. But getting back into a routine actually um, is is healthy. Yeah. Um, it, it's healthy for the mind because you, you need that relaxation. I like that. That's a good idea. You know, especially after an SHTF scenario. It's like, exactly. okay, let's get it a routine weird. Yeah, together. You, you do. Get, yeah. it, get it back into a routine so it feels a, a little more normal. Um, you need to recognize the stressors like mm-hmm. now and then after and kind of like face them head on. Like get rid of them, fix them, and eliminate them. And that's going to help you uh, to feel normal. Or it quicker. just... Or at least recognize them. 
Like that's the, what, that's the thing that's going to cause Sometimes stress. you have to write them down. There I it do is. it all the time. Like, yeah. I'm like, why am I so stressed out Sunday nights? I'm like, mm-hmm. I've got all this stuff. I'm like, I just need to write it all out of what needs to be done. Yeah. Or either put a list in my phone. And that, I'm like, oh, good. Okay. And now I can see it all in front of me. And I know, and I tell my son to do this all the time because he gets stressed over yeah. stuff. I'm like, he's like, I got all these assignments. I'm like, well, write them all down. And mm-hmm. then you can start check mark. Like, it, it's just nice to have, like, to, like you said, you just need to recognize and write them all Well, down. and I think that's why people are so um, high on uh, journaling and things like that, like Journaling's a daily journal. so big. I had never done it, and I need to. Me I too. I just haven't gotten to too. it. Like, so many podcasts I've listened to, yeah. like the, like, um, what, like philosophy ones and mm-hmm. stuff, it's like they ask at the end, like, what are some of the things that, that you think is like most important? And a mm-hmm. lot of them are like, journaling is huge. Yeah. A lot of stuff we know is from journaling. Like all the like, all yep. that stuff. but um, good idea. Um, and so, and then like you've said, preparedness, just being prepared with, uh, bug out bags and mm-hmm. food storage, all that stuff will ease a ton of burden. You don't have to worry about the immediate crisis and you got to run to the store and pick yeah. up a lot of things. Um, on to meds. So, uh, consider the possibility that you won't be able to go to the doctor for any sickness or routine checkups or med refills. Like, yeah. They're either going to be overwhelmed um, or you're not going to want to go down there and get sick. So you've got to plan ahead in terms of medical care. You might not be able to do it. You might not be able to get supplies. So you got to think ahead. Um, Consider discussing with your doctor how to get 90-day supplies of medications, um, what alternatives there are that are cheaper that will allow you to get 90 days, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So right now we have an antibiotic shortage for certain liquid medicines and man it's made a mess it's hard it's hard to like this is the primary treatment for ear infections and i can't get it so you have to use an alternative and you're like i hope it works well and i I can't imagine if that happened even worse and it can and it ease like it shows how fragile Mm -hmm. our system and our our, you know is yeah so you gotta you gotta make plans ahead Another good thing, and I've talked about before, is getting like a, a drug guide so that you understand if you are on daily medicines, what they do, what alternatives there are, and what side effects they could cause and things like that. Um, I know there's plenty of people that bring that in. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. Your heart's doing fine. Um, yeah. But you need to know those because you just don't know what situation you're going to be in where you may have to you know, use something different or, mm-hmm. or get a different medicine that's similar to how that one works. So. Um, and know how to manage the medical emergencies with your health. Mm-hmm. Are you diabetic? What does hyperglycemic event look like or hypoglycemic event? How to combat that? Like a lot of diabetics know that, but some don't. Like, again, I'll, I'll harp on that patient that comes in and I'm like, what are you taking? I don't know. It's on my chart. I'm like, you're an idiot. Yeah. You're going to die. And yeah, so, I'll take the blue one. Oh, it drives me nuts. I'm like, how do you not know what you're taking? How do you not know what your medical condition is? How are you going to manage that when you can't see a doctor? You're not. You're going to die. They're just going to die. And so it's huge. Like if you have some medical conditions, you need to understand the medications you take, what they do, what <clears> they can do, what, what harms they can do if you take too much. Because you're not always going to have access to medical providers. Yeah. So. Um, then I mentioned before, like dissociating and derealization. Coping me- it's a it's a coping mechanism that can lead to worsening depression. Oh, interesting. Um, you're feeling like you're disconnected or detached from yourself, like I was saying. Um, a natural response to high stress situations that happens, and so you got to kind of uh, understand how to recognize it, how to combat it, and those things that you talked about are good ways to counter it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I won't really talk much more on that. Okay. The other thing is. Um, uh, 
a popular like grounding technique. Mm-hmm. This is kind of for um, disassociation. To kind of get back to, yeah. yeah. You use your five senses, like do things mm-hmm. extreme, like dip your hands in ice water, bite into a lemon, smell something strong, uh, like oils or orange pills, things that like just stimulate those five senses can sometimes kind of snap you back to reality. And that's even, that's even really good for anxiety. Yeah. Just like straight up regular like old anxiety. Those. Yeah. It's like, ah, just like real things. Like stop worrying about whatever's up here. Just yeah. like here. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting that that, that grounding technique can be mm-hmm. very helpful. The other thing, um, and this is why COVID was so hard is like talk to others. Sometimes you, you know, mm-hmm. you don't feel like you have any more to talk about. You don't want to talk about the situation, but it can be good for you. Yeah. It can be good to just like, like express all the things you're frustrated about with someone that cares mm-hmm. and is listening well. Um, and back to adding routine to your life, you know, get on a schedule of doing some exercise or going for a walk, eating lunches at the same time, going to bed at the same time could be super helpful in uh, all those little mm-hmm. uh, SHTF scenarios. And then get outside. We, we've talked about how helpful it is, um, like sunlight. And uh, just being out in the environment and being out uh, away from things, it's hugely helpful for your mental health. Yes. Getting out, get fresh air, uh, get some sun. Don't stay in all the time. Like, most things aren't going to kill you. (laughs) Yeah. I know there's scenarios where you're going to be hunkered down or possibly be in a bunker. But for the most part, you're going to be able to go outside. And you should go out. Go out Mm -hmm. and enjoy it. Go for a walk. Go out and... Chase a deer, mm. maybe a rabbit. I don't know. Herd some ducks, raccoons, things like that. But mm-hmm. it's it's so helpful. And that was another like thing from the Huberman podcast. Yeah. It was like our our eyes recognize like the time of day, the lighting, and it stimulates like awakeness, and mm-hmm. it helps us to sleep better. So it's like you need to get out, and you need to get sunlight. Um, and also, especially like that early morning sunlight. Exactly. That's like where it's, it's super weird. It's crucial. really interesting. And that, yeah. and that's where, where most of his like mm-hmm. background is of studying like light therapy yeah, he, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. He's, he's like eyes. an eye doctor. He's like an eye doctor. So. Yeah. But pr- pretty cool stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, most cases, the world on the outside is yeah. still going to be there and you should go out because it's very healthy for mind and body. 100%. And we have this little section here talking about helping family members before and after who struggle with this. Most of this Cam just talked about. Like yeah. this is a lot of this. Is, so I'm just going to go through it very, very fast because it's a hard thing to do if it's not you that's dealing with this. If it's a family member and you're maybe the prepper in the group and you, you're trying to say, well, how the heck do I plan for this yeah. and how do I help them, you know? Um, most of you probably have a close family member who's struggling with this. For like sure. Like most Guaranteed. people do know somebody, right? And like I said, as a prepper, you need to be the one that takes charge and to figure out how or to Or maybe mi- you recognize this. it and they don't. Yes, so exactly. Yeah. So you need to plan for how am I going to do this? Um, you need to have a plan. If they're taking meds, you've got to make the plan because they're not going to, they're not the prepper. Maybe they are, but you know what I mean? You got to work with them to make this plan. Yeah. Have an alternative treatment plan for an SHTF scenario. And we're going to talk about more of that stuff too, but, um, make sure the things they are asked to do in your plan makes sense for them and don't pile on their issues. Right. If you have somebody that's super anxious with firearms or whatever, you know what I mean? That, and that makes them worse. Don't give them the security detail in your, <laughs> in your emergency plan. Right. So just, I mean, that's an right. extreme situation, but I'm saying, think about those things, um, that you, you, you don't want to pile it on. Um, yeah. And it, it and again, if it's a, an issue that's big enough, you actually may need to call it out in your emergency plan. Like, how are you going to mitigate the, that yeah. dealing with their depression or anxiety. Exactly. So, anyways, that's just a quick little thing to think about. No, I think about. that's good. Um, speaking of anxiety, mm-hmm. 
Does cybercrime give you anxiety? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big time. Oh, yeah. So countries put in tons of money to find people to both combat and produce cybercrime. Exactly. <laughs> like North Korea, I think, just uh, did something with a web browser recently and attacked South Korea. Did they really? Yeah. It happens all the time. And um, that just tells you how much of, how how vulnerable you are when you're online. All of us Ooh, are connected in, <laughs> it's the avalanche. It's the avalanche, yeah. But you can protect yourself in your own home mm. with a special tool called Surfshark. Yeah. It is a virtual private network that can protect you and all your devices from online threats. Right now, you're online probably more than ever shopping. Um, there's websites, there's emails coming out from all the places you click I'm on. I'm getting it. emails right now. <laughs> Seriously. But you click on something accidentally, it takes you to a weird website. All our stuff's exposed. I accidentally clicked on a deer. <laughs> Said get bigger today. <laughs> yeah. As for you. Like, <laughs> yeah. Did you say length? Is yeah. That you said? Increase your length. <laughs> um, but Surfshark will allow you to go Grayman online. It puts your IP address in a whole different country or a different server somewhere in the U.S. And um, it protects you from hackers and things like that. Uh, the nice thing... The thing I like the most about it is one subscription will apply to any device that goes one on. One subscription the to rule them all. Seriously. So there's apps either you can use directly on your computer or on mm. your phone, or um, Google even has a plugin that just, which is super awesome. I don't know if you've used it. No. I put the plugin in there. Yeah. And even when it's not turned on, yeah. like if I go to a site that says this site has been in, um, in a ha or it's had data leak, uh -huh. and it just puts a little warning up in the That's corner. That's cool. It's pretty sweet. Very cool. Very well made, um, easy to use. Um, right now, I've benefited greatly from it because I can connect to London, and I've been watching the World Cup with yeah. the British announcers. It's far better than anything you could ever experience. So if you want it for yourself, use our code CASUALPREPPERS. Get 83% off 24 months plus an extra three months. That's like 27 months. I can't count that high. For the price of one-year subscription. It's amazing. And you're not going to find one better for sixty for a little less than $60 a month. You get over two years of coverage. Guarantee you won't. And if you don't even know how to use it and you want to try it out, guess what? They'll give you your money back in 30 days if you don't feel like you need so it. So cool. I'm telling you, this is I've paid for this twice with my own monies because mm -hmm. I love it and I use it. It's great for public, like public Wi-Fi if you're traveling. Go get it. Don't be dumb. Just you're do lose it. lose your information, okay? Gosh. People. Yeah. So... Let me tell you, I guess one thing I didn't really mention when you were talking about like helping family members is, mm -hmm. you know, it, depression can sometimes be a little tricky to recognize. Just some quick ways to like recognize um, depression. One, obviously they're moody or they're crying a lot or they're self-isolating. Mm -hmm. And the other, the, one of the biggest ones is anhedonia. It's like people don't have interest in the things they used to. Sure. Like, yeah. They're not going to the gym anymore. They're mm -hmm. not. Um, they come right home from work and they just go do their own thing and they don't, they don't socialize. Um, there's maybe losing weight or gaining weight or they're, um, you can kind of recognize it with those. And I'd probably rec like, I'd recommend you go and look at what things to look for, but mm -hmm. withdrawal and like withdrawing from public and, and stuff like that. And, um, not taking any interest in, in their hobbies is probably one of the biggest things. No more duck herding. <laughs> He hadn't duck hurt in like two months. I don't know. Them ducks are feeling. I don't know what's wrong with Left him. out. Just sitting there staring at the couch. Yeah. <laughs> what problem sitting is? Sitting on his phone staring at the couch. <laughs> Something's wrong with him, Jerry. 
<clears throat> I don't know. We got to get him out there with them ducks. That's all I know. That's where he, <laughs> they he make is him himself. Happy. They make him happy. <laughs> Herding them damn ducks. Yeah. I used to make fun. Now I wish he'd just get out there and hurt them. Yeah. Sad. Doing it on the TikTok and everything. I don't know. <laughs> um, speaking of. Yeah. Over social media um <laughs> like for kids in, in general oh like, gosh it's so damaging for them yeah. to like use too much time there but i just i worry sometimes you see like these nine-year-olds on tiktok and i'm like oh gosh i know yeah. why it's crazy yeah it's crazy <laughs> crazy um <laughs> so let's talk about medications um okay. specifically coming off those meds if you can't get them or it, it, you're at a point to where you're just like, it's too inconvenient. It's hard. I want to come off from cold turkey. How do you do it safely? Yeah. <laughs> right. That's what most think they can do. Yeah. <laughs> they just drop it and they come in. They're like, I feel terrible. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. you're withdrawn, buddy. Um, so it's a scary thought that maybe you can't get into a medical facility. Maybe you don't have enough meds. Maybe mm-hmm. they're um, production issues and you're not going to be able to get them. So what do you do at that point? Mm-hmm. And again, this is not medical um, advice. Nope. You should talk to your doctor primarily about how to safely uh, taper off. But I'm just going to go over some key points here. Most of the medications for depression and anxiety are uh, serotonergic medications like SSRI. Mm -hmm. And SSRIs are like Celexa and um, Paxil, Prozac, things like that. They're the most common ones. And they just, they don't increase your serotonin by... They don't, they, they, it's not like you're taking serotonin. They're just, mm. um, they're blocking the re, uh, the uptake. Like they're not, the serotonin is not breaking down. So anyway, you got more serotonin in there. SNRIs are a little harder because they're serotonin and norepinephrine. And that's like Cymbalta and Effexor and Pristique. And those do have harder, harsher side effects from mm. coming off from. And then there's dopamine medications. And, um, so... The side effects from abrupt withdrawal are pretty awful. Most common, it's increased anxiety, insomnia, vivid dreams, headaches, dizziness, tiredness, irritability, flu-like symptoms, nausea. And some people experience electric shock sensations, like little little bolts, Whoa. which is super weird. Yeah. And then, um, obviously, the return of your depressed symptoms. So, pretty uncomfortable, pretty miserable. Can you die from abrupt withdrawal? Um, not likely. So... You just have to suffer through it. Yeah. But I would recommend if you're running low on your medications um, and you know you're going to be out, you need to start doing some things to kind of taper slowly and effectively. There's a huge, like, um, like it, it's debatable on what's the best way to taper quickly. Mm-hmm. You can do it by one week or two weeks usually. And, and that's another thing. If you've been on the medication for four to six weeks, you probably... Don't have to worry so much about tapering. I still recommend it. Mm-hmm. But you can do two-week taper or the probably the most common is to do 25% reduction each week. And that's hard if you have capsules. It's like, what do you do? Like, yeah. You know, a lot of them do come in capsules. So what I what I have recommended is like going, um, try and get the, a reduced dose, like go from 20 to 10 and then do that for a week. And then after that, you start reducing... I, I, I have people do every other day with their capsules mm-hmm. and then go like spread that out even further. There's long acting ones that tend to be better because if you do run out or you, you quit, it, like Prozac has a huge half life. So uh, it's like, yeah. there's a long tail. It's going it. to stay in your system forever. Mm-hmm. Whereas like Paxil's horrible. It's like you will fill it within 
probably 12 hours of missing your dose. Wow. So just know your medication and know how quick it leaves your system. And I, I recommend always if you've been on it for a few months to taper. Mm-hmm. And I'd probably follow like the 25% reduction each week rule. Okay. Um, the, and then the best advice is obviously to talk to a medical provider. Maybe Maybe just discuss with them that, you know, I don't want to be on this forever or – if I were to taper off, what would you recommend? Mm-hmm. That's probably the best thing to do. So cool. there you go. I like that. So let's talk about medications aside. Say you're in an SHTF scenario. You want to try and treat this depression or anxiety naturally other than the things we talked about before, which was like, you know, eating right. And yeah, um, I mean, we're going to talk about some foods, but um, and exercising and things like that. But there's there's some like things like herbs and uh, herbs herbs yeah um and so i'm gonna go through these pretty quick because there's not a lot to talk about other than know that they're out there and you can look at those for alternative treatments and have those on hand so some of the herbs that they um say that are really good for this are kava passion flower valerian chamomile lavender and lemon balm Mm. those ones are great that like just biting lipstick off i guess so Mm. Yeah, but there's a lot of different ways off. You can do teas and lots of different things with these, but uh, those are just some things to think about. Foods that they say are really good, and this may be tough in an SHTF scenario, but they're things you can think about. Salmon, turmeric, dark chocolate. Ooh, I love me some dark chocolate. Mm -hmm. Yogurt, green tea, almonds, blueberries, eggs. Uh, Get them chickens, guys. Uh, Turkey, bananas, and oats, meat and dairy products, chia seeds, citrus fruits, and bell peppers. So there's, again, this isn't the end-all, be-all list. I'm just saying, think about this. There are alternatives that help. There are alternatives that can help. I'm not saying this is going to replace your Paxil. You know what I mean? It's probably (laughs) not going to, but these are things you can think about. Then you can go to the supplement side, and here are a few supplements that can help. B complex, B complex, um, all you know, all the the B vitamins. Those are really good for you. Vitamin E, vitamin C, vitamin D, magnesium. Um, I listened to a podcast the other day on magnesium. It's like Magnesium's we're all deficient. Like we need anxi- and, and magnesium. Um, so those are some things you can think about. Cam added some other ones in here that are great. Light therapy. We talked about that the other mm-hmm. day. Um, it's really good for you. Group therapy. Yeah, very. If you very can good. get together with mm-hmm. like neighbors and stuff and talk about yep. it, and then again back to the things we talked about: exercise, fun, sex, routines, sex routines, ex- sex <laughs> exercise, sex fun, fun sex, exercise, sex, routine sex. <laughs> I'm just mixing them all up, you know. <laughs> My wife's hitting the ten second skip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not listening to any uh, of this. Uh, 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 Ridiculous! This is not medical advice. Thanks for joining this podcast over. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, those are some things you can think about for, yeah. again, natural yeah. remedies those and are help. Great. It's good. There's a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. out there. There is. Hey, didn't we do, I did a whole thing on like omega-3s and how yeah. they're comparable to mm-hmm. some low-dose antidepressants. So. For sure. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So dealing with unmedicated people after SHTF, yeah. whether they be those that didn't think ahead and ran out of their medicines or those who mm-hmm. just went nuts and don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. It's going to be tricky. Um, sure. People, obviously, that are withdrawing are pretty rough to deal with. They, they're they angry. They're agitated. Um, they're uncomfortable. They're anxious. So, Man, am I withdrawing hard. right now? <laughs> I, that, I all think those, everyone I'll work with has described withdrawal me to a T. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, and this can lead to, like you said before, too, like irrational thought process, mm-hmm. panic, aggression. Scary. Yeah, scary. If you're at a disco, then it's panicking. Yeah. Disco. <laughs> so, um, it, and I'm sure most of us at some point have worked some customer service. 
And you yeah. know, you've got to be like, you've got to be patient with yeah. most of those people that are mm-hmm. just angry and irritable. Patience is probably the best thing to to kind of deal with it. Yeah. It's just like, okay, I understand. Like, don't get in their face. You don't know what's going on. Maybe no. they're bipolar. Maybe they murdered somebody recently. Yeah. Because they ran out of But like um, some of Xanax. These, these mental conditions are very, very, they're tricky. They're tough. Yeah. They're, they're not easy. Yeah. And, and they're real. Yeah. You know what I mean? We were in Salt Lake and it, there's a street there that's pretty mm-hmm. bad with homeless people. And this yeah. lady was sitting over in the corner just mumbling and she'd yell. And then she's like, those are your kids? And then she'd yell again. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh man, how do you like, yeah. those are hard to help. Mm-hmm. And so it's safe just to like be calm about it and like mm-hmm. be patient with them. Um, most of them are going to threaten you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That they might, they might. Yeah. Um, in the public, you don't necessarily know exactly what mm-hmm. they're going through. So, um, offering to help those immediately around you, mm-hmm. like neighbors and things like that, people you know, um, take some time, take t- find ways to take some burden off from them. You know, it's yeah. like maybe your kids can come over while, mm-hmm. while you figure some things out and stuff like that. It can it, That's probably one of the best things you can do. And a lot needs support. They need someone that'll listen, not necessarily try and fix their problems. They just they just need somebody to talk Sounds out like all of their... Yeah. Yeah, I've they, been married. I figured it out. I know exactly what they want. Yeah. Just want me to listen. Have you ever nod. seen that skit where she has the nail on her head? Uh-uh. She has a uh. nail on her forehead, and he's <laughs> like, she's like, it just hurts, and it's throbbing. And he's like, oh, your nail's in your head. And she's like, that's not it. I don't want you to fix it. Yeah, just, just listen. Want, yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> pretty funny. I love you, um, ladies. It's just funny that that's it's pretty universal. Yeah. Seems like, you know. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. But, like, you also have to... Be, be very careful. Like mm. somebody screaming in the streets seems like <laughs> stressed out. Like it's probably best not to intervene. Just stay clear of them. Yeah. Like don't try and help at that point. Unless it's somebody you know, then go give them some help. Yeah. Yeah. If it's just a random dude or lady. It's probably safe just yeah. to like let them be. Mm-hmm. So. Or send your kids out there to try and figure it out. <laughs> right. They're smart. Call the police. Yeah. They'll help them out. Fire department out here. But yeah, um, that, that can be difficult. Mm. Um, patience is probably the best thing. Yeah. And then, um, those that you know maybe be suffering maybe be suffering <laughs> those you know maybe be, be suffering <laughs> you know maybe they be suffering from this and you oh, need to child be suffering child <laughs> oh we're gonna help you child but yeah um, be patient <laughs> take some time with them see if you can support them in any way um, they be run suffering run from the freaks they be suffering you be patient yo they be put that's a scripture isn't it <laughs> Proverbs twenty one nineteen. <laughs> they be suffering, they be suffering. you be helping you be helping <laughs> You'll be helping. Uh, Cam chapter 12, verse. <laughs> Sam, is that what you said? Cam. Oh, Cam. <laughs> that's my scripture. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, mm. that's a tricky one. You know, and I was thinking, I did miss one thing I wanted to mention on withdrawal. Mm. If you're on anxiety medication, and that might be Valium, Clonopin, Xanax, the benzodiazepines, they are, they can be very unsafe to just abruptly withdraw. Yeah. Like seizures and things like that. So those, you really have to have a really clear-cut plan on how to deal with um, uh, withdrawal symptoms and if you run out. So figure that out with your provider. That's a great idea. The last thing I wanted to talk about, Cam, is very specific to preppers, and that's the prepper anxiety. Um, This is real, man. Sometimes as preppers, we get what I'm calling it prepper anxiety. I don't know what is like a clinical name of it, but that's what I'm calling it. So this usually happens to preppers when they're kind of, sometimes it's, a, a whole host of things, but sometimes it's like when they're like hyper aware of current events and possible issues and any other thing that preppers think about. 
you get this anxiety because like, oh, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, a, a pandemic that might come or nuclear war or all these other things. And like, you're like, oh crap, we're all going to die. Right. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and it just kind of loads on top of you. And, and then you get that. What's the point? I can't do anything yeah. good. And so sometimes this is good because it motivates us as preppers. That's why we're preppers. Or if we didn't care about any of that stuff, we wouldn't be preppers anyways. But I think it, that's like good, like stressors mm -hmm. motivate us in, in ways like yeah we kind of have to have mm -hmm. some stress or we wouldn't get yeah you wouldn't do anything yeah so right? um you just have to know how to manage it exactly so. but sometimes it can make you do really weird stuff like mm -hmm. like it's like it, scream downtown salt lake on the streets now do your kids <laughs> um <laughs> your kids look nice i won't talk about <laughs> damn it i'm not so chase <laughs> that's usually the sound yeah and they're pulling their hair out not um, but it can make you wear stuff like panic buy, um, stuff you may not really need and maybe is not the best purchase paper. financially. Exactly. Um, there's also that like prepper inadequacy feeling. I don't know if you've had this before. No, I do. It's like, I, I always do. I haven't prepped enough. I suck at all the skills. There's so much I have to do. Cam's got way cooler gear than I have. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I'm so, and then it starts to build up and you feel anxiety because of that. Um, these give yep. you, they 100% give you anxiety. And sometimes even like a weird depression like feeling, um, if you can't like afford all that stuff or you don't have the time or you just can't make these things work. So um, understanding that prepping is long term is crucial. It's not mm -hmm. a short-term deal. This is long-term. We're in it for the long haul, y'all. Okay? Um, understanding that it needs to be done in small incremental steps. Working on other things when skills, like skills when money is tight. Yeah. Because again, like money is tight. It's like, I, I need I need gear. That's like, you always get that feeling, yeah. I need more gear, I need more food, I need more water. I, I think that was part of our um, things we wish we knew. Mm -hmm. It was just like, yeah. like, prepping takes time. Like, it takes don't, time, yeah. You can't rush it. Don't let this prepper anxiety issue. Yeah. Don't, don't touch it. <laughs> don't rush it. Take your time. Yeah, where's that nacho cheese? <laughs> I want it. <laughs> you know? Heck yeah, brother. Oh, yeah, there's probably so many people going to, into Taco Bell drive through right now. Man, I'm so hungry for God. some reason. Gordita Crunch right now. I love Gordita Crunch. Yeah, give it to me. Um. Anyway, what was I saying? <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> um, yeah, doing your best not to get caught up in like the doom prepper media. Yeah. I, I know we talk about this a lot, but that's not doing any good. Yeah, it's panic. Just, these types of prepper media, they can cause anxiety. Some people can watch it and they're that's just true, fine. That's true. That's true. But some people, the ones that wrote that did it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm great. This is good content. This is great. World's ending again. Look at all those clicks. Enter. Look at all those watches. Yeah. Publish. This is perfect. Um, <laughs> but if, if it causes you anxiety, just avoid it. It's not needed. It's the same thing like news, man. Um, not yeah. news men, but news. <laughs> the women don't Come. make me stressed. I'm all good I with news them. man. Man, <laughs> I hate a news man. That gets me worked up. <laughs> Scared yeah, of everything. Yelling at the TV. <laughs> um, but you can avoid the <laughs> news. That's not happening. Wait, I got that fake, fake news. And then a Taco Bell commercial comes on. Oh, I'm going to go there. <laughs> that looks good. Yeah. Uh, steak tacos. <laughs> Man, um, I do watch Taco Simmon Bell. Simmon twists. <laughs> Those are good. Baja Blast, really, Baja where Blast it comes good. down to. 
avoid the news if you have to because it does the same thing. You know what I mean? Um, just continue to prep like normal. If there's a dire emergency, you'll figure it out. <laughs> you don't have to watch Fox News 24-7. Nope. It's not good for you, especially if you're prone to anxiety and depression. Yeah. Okay? Focus on your everyday personal apocalypse prepping stuff, and you're going to be just fine. Also, think about maybe getting a buddy prepper or, or a prepping buddy. That is really helpful. It really is because it's a great motivator, but also you can talk each other like off of like prepper cliffs. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you make camp calls and he's like, I don't need to get 10,000 rounds of 556 five, because I think uh, no, Russia, dumb. Russia, and you'd be like, dude, no, you don't need to do no, that. No, get okay? 10,000 arrows. <laughs> That's what you need. You could have that. You can get 5,000 arrows is the same as 10,000 rounds of 5,000. Call me when you get them. Yeah. Hang up. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> these are the ones. I'll send you a link. Get these <laughs> ones. Just send them to my house so you don't have to worry about unpacking them. Yeah. That's uh, a great idea. But anyways, it's great for that, right? So again, understand that preparedness is this long-term investment with a very slow rate of return. Mm. Almost no return half the time. <laughs> I I, I, so I equate it to my 401k. I keep putting money in there and it just keeps Who going away. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Right now, that's exactly I right. may never use it, uh, but it's kind of that's kind of what prepping is, right? Right. And and last thing I'm gonna say, it's okay to take a break. If you're feeling this prepper anxiety, just take a break. Because it's better to take a break than to just quit altogether. So <laughs> it's supposed to relieve anxiety. If it's not doing it, you're not doing yeah, it right. Yeah, if you're getting anxious, just yeah, take a break from it. Just take a break. That's all I got on the prepping Woo! anxiety stuff. There's a lot there, I know. But you guys... There's a lot, yeah. It's important. I think so, too. Okay. I um, don't know what you got to took away from this, but... <laughs> Like, I think it's important stuff that you have to, like, think ahead of time. Yeah. And you'll be all right. I really think that the biggest takeaway from this is, had to talk about right now, (laughs) get you some... Don't feel guilty if you lick the nacho cheese out of the cup. Mm -hmm. It's good cheese. It really is. Have you ever had those nacho fries? I don't know what they have on... That cheese is really good. You ever had the nacho fries? No. You ought to try it. I just get the little chips and cheese. Those are great, too. But I'm like... Looking around in the car, I'm like, I'm gonna lick this cup. I don't want to waste any cheese. Yeah. <laughs> then you really feel like yeah. a piece of trash. You do. I know it is what it is, though. And then, yeah. So, uh, t- big takeaways: Taco Bell and duck herding, and that's about it. I think <laughs> that's what I got out. That's of what it. I got out of this too. Also, that today's podcast is brought to you by Tac Pack. It is the only monthly tactical subscription box with useful, professional-grade stuff inside. Use our code CASUALPREPPERS. You're going to get a free $70 machine-made part from Next Level Armament. Jeez. How do they do it? I don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows, but they do it. Uh, that's TACPAC.com. Use our code CASUALPREPPERS. It's time for Casual. the quick and dirty medical tip. All right. We'll make this quick, okay? Make so, it dirty. Lately, and wherever you live in the in the country, I'm sure... You've noticed there's a lot of flu out there. Gosh, there is. And there's a lot, a lot of RSV out yeah. there. There's COVID out there. Mm. There's croup and there's sore throats and strep. It's all out there. Mm. But um, I probably bring this topic up way too much. That I'm just like, understand <laughs> when it's important to go into the clinic yeah. and when you don't need to. You don't need to waste your time. You don't need to sit in that lobby and pick up seven other diseases. Yep. Like, really, you can manage most of this at home. Um, so I just want to mention flu and RSV specifically. Mm-hmm. Most healthy adults don't need medical attention with influenza. Obviously, I'm not talking about, like, don't prevent it and don't do shots yeah. and all that stuff. I'm just saying most of the time, if you're healthy and you're following all these things to keep your stress down, you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I'll talk just a little bit about uh, when you should seek medical attention. Good. But it's a huge cost for the system. It's it's a burden on providers. Um, and you need to be careful. And it's a cost on you. It's a huge cost. Yep. Right? It's not um, cheap. But like uh, there, there, there are antivirals out there for influenza, like uh, Tamiflu and things like that. Mm-hmm. Most of the time they are reserved for people that have maybe asthma or diabetes or have other complicate things that could complicate their, their health. Um, Eat Taco Bell. Yeah. Maybe they, maybe you're eating. We even have an urgent care right next to Taco Bell. It works perfect. So it's, it's it a, works perfect. It's the it's best right strategy to Taco ever. You should have a little sky bridge I'll over be, to oh, it. Wouldn't that Going be nice? over there to get some antibiotics. Yeah. yeah. One of them little bank tubes that just sends chalupas over. <laughs> I'd be in that waiting room. <laughs> I know. But um, if you have other health conditions, then yes, you should consider maybe being seen. But if you're healthy, you mm-hmm. don't take any medications, um, you're not sedentary, most of the time you can manage this at home. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to say it. Okay? okay. I know you're not going to like this. Okay. Number one, when you are sick, I know you want to shop. You got to <laughs> go do some stuff for Christmas. Mm-hmm. The kids got to go to school. Don't do it. If they're yeah. fevering and have been sick, like acutely, you don't like just don't stay take, put. Don't take them to church. Nuts. Um, yeah, exactly. The Lord ain't going to banish you to hell for, um, missing one Sunday. Don't bring them to jujitsu class. <laughs> yeah. Little punks. It does. It's just like. Just use some common sense when it comes to yeah. sickness. Like, oh, they look like they're sneezing, sneezing and sneezing, sneezing. <laughs> My kid's been sneezing all day. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Sneezing and coughing, they're yeah. probably spreading it. So, yeah. anyway, um, I know masks are like the worst thing in the world. Trust mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. But if you feel sick and you do have to go out in the public inside, mm-hmm. just wear one. Like, they may look at you as a freak, but I'm telling you, it helps everything. It helps everything. Um. When to seek medical attention. Um, if you have the flu, which is usually um, headaches, body aches, and you have a fever, usually around three to five days. Um, if you're starting to feel really short of breath, having trouble breathing, you have pain or pressure in your chest, mm-hmm. your urine is really dark, or you're not having any urine production, obviously you're dehydrated and you need to be seen. Um, you're feeling super confused. Mm, I got that one. Um, bluish purple skin. That's a big problem. Um, super irritable, not sleeping. Got that one. Uh, This is for kids specifically. Um, have blue or purple skin, irritable that they don't want to be held or they just unconsolable. Um, does not have tears when they cry and they're not having wet diapers. Um, fever with a rash doesn't wake easily or isn't arousable. Hopefully those make kind of some sense. Like you can tell when things are going south and you probably Mm -hmm. should go in, but like so many people, it's like I woke up and I have chills. I'm like, you probably don't need to be here. Yeah. Like, give it some time. Yeah, you can manage it. So my my big point here is like, look into how to manage flu, RSV, and stuff at home, mm-hmm. and when to seek medical attention. Um, because I'm telling you, I can't. T- I, I think half the people that I saw or that I see in the winter just mm-hmm. pick up something else when they're in the clinic. Oh, I'll and bet. it complicates everything. Yeah, um, for them and us. Um, there are several, like I said, groups of people that flu can be at increased risk. Obviously, infants, um, people with heart disease, diabetes, immunosuppressive conditions, HIV, and stuff like that. Obviously, you need to be seen for that. Yeah. So RSV, the most, the biggest risk with RSV is bronchiolitis, um, tightness in the chest, croupy stuff. Um, most kids, again, are going to have. Uh, a little fever, runny nose, but if they're playing and acting normal during the day mm-hmm. and they're drinking and eating at dinner time, don't worry about it. Like the fever is a natural thing. The body's going to fight it and, and they're going to be okay. 
I feel like a jerk talking about this. I'm just getting so sick. As long sick. as it's not like 106 degrees fever, it just, right? Yeah, exactly. And so it just, like, the flooded waiting rooms for stuff that I'm like, like, I saw uh, over 50 people last Saturday mm-hmm. on my own, and um, five of them needed to be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, yeah, we had to swab you. We had to send half of them down to labs, and I'm like... You're gonna be okay, and I know some some people need that reassurance, and that's mm-hmm. fine, and I don't mind seeing them. But I'm I'm just like learn to manage their, these things for their going, own sake. There's going to yeah. be times when you're gonna have to manage this stuff on your own. You need to know when it's time to be seen. Mm-hmm. Um, so with with RSV, obviously, this is when you need to be seen. Difficulty breathing, they're paying to like work hard to breathe. You know, mm-hmm. they're using all the muscles to kind of to to pull air in. That's a bad sign, and mm-hmm. you need to bring them in for that. Obviously, if their skin's pale blue. Um, severe coughing spells where they're coughing so hard and they're puking and stuff like that. Um, if there's apnea events, if they're like, they're, they're at night, you can hear them Mm -hmm. breathe and they stop for a minute and then they start breathing again. It's like, yeah, you need to, you need to bring them in. Um, retractions, uh, when they're, you can see like all the skin up above on their chest and their throat, like diving in when they take a deep breath they're struggling they're they're using Mm -hmm. all of their accessory breathing muscles that's a bad sign you need to bring them in um if the fever like that's the thing people bring people in uh people bring kids and stuff in when their temperature is like 199 i'm like they're okay they're like um uh the other thing is uh if the kid has other health conditions or they're premature or um infants like mm-hmm. up to three if they've had if they have any sort of fever they need to be seen so, yeah I don't, I don't know if this helps a little bit i'm just saying for the most part most of the viruses out there the only thing you can do is manage them yeah. at home and there are times when they need to be hospitalized and on oxygen but for the most part like just look at it go online and look and see when you need to come into the clinic and when you don't because mm-hmm. it's going to save you a ton of time it's going to prevent you from getting other things and it just takes a lot of burden off the system. And save you so, money. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if that's helpful. They're probably ignore it. And people, I know when they're sick, they just mm-hmm. are like, I want to be seen. Yeah. No, but I, I just, it. there's nothing we can do. Like, yeah. you, you're not that sick. So. And, and it's just, as a prepper, you should know that so that. That's the thing. You're not going to always times. be able to come yeah. in to a clinic. Um, I know if things got super bad, I'd probably abandon mm-hmm. the clinic. I'm not yeah. going in. Eventually, you're going like, to have to. Everybody's so sick and yeah. there's so much health. Like, I'm going to care for my family. Yeah. So. That's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. You guys are awesome. Appreciate it. Uh, there is a this shirt is still available. If you want to go to um, our link, our um, link tree uh, link on all of our social medias, you can get it right there. That's about it, right, Cam? That is it. All right. Thank you. Stay survived.